Donald Trump. But my friends, we're not doing this just for Donald Trump. We are doing this for the Constitution. The Constitution was violated. You know, if I knew that a city clerk, a city clerk with my name named Madison, can overturn a state legislator and alter the course of an election, well, I might have ran for a different office. My friends, I encourage you, go back to your states after today. Hold your representatives accountable. Make sure that they stood up for election integrity and make your voices heard. Okay, so I want to say something real quick on, on this Congressman uh, Cawthorn guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he sort of emerged as uh, President Trump's strongest defenders in Congress. Yeah. And I found it interesting with him because, you know, I've, you know, he, he sort of declares that if he could get a job where he could commit a crime, <laughs> do something that would violate the constitution, I guess, is as they're saying, you know, right. Uh, he would. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> just in plain terms, <laughs> the guy has told us that he has zero integrity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But he's calling on people to go and fight for this other type of integrity. It, it's it's quite it, it's high, quite um hypocritical to yeah. say the least. But that seems to be what this whole thing is, man. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. If I could, if I could get a job <laughs> where I could break the law, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it goes back to that stand-up about this guy, and he talks about, you know, how bad of, of a congressman do you have to be when the 19-year-old beats you, when the best he's got is, hey, we'll have a kegger every Friday night. Like, you know, like that's what I think of every time I see this young guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's uh, – we're going to jump to another guy. Uh, this is actually oh, – this is the Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton, mm. and he More brings winners. something very interesting to this. Number one, he he thinks his listeners are idiots, <laughs> number one. Oh, I think they all think that. <laughs> they either don't stay up on news or are kind of retarded, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and... Uh, so I want to show you this video real quick of Ken Paxton. It is so awesome to be here. I want you to know that Texas fights. We fought 12 straight lawsuits related to signature verification, federal court, state court, Travis County, Austin, Houston. We fought, we won every single one of those cases. And because of that, Donald Trump won Texas by over 600,000 votes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like how he has a little woman there right beside him, and she just is so subservient. Yeah. That's Texas. So, you know, yes, he filed lawsuits, but I couldn't find a single victory. Really? They were, really? Yeah, so they were filing out of Texas on the... Uh -huh battleground states right that they were disputing over fraud yeah and you know months after becoming the attorney general he was actually indicted in 2015 by a grand jury <laughs> on three <Whoa>. counts <clears throat> there were two charges of security fraud in excess of a hundred thousand dollars 
and a third uh, felony charge for allegedly advising or representing investors without properly registering according to booking records. Hmm. So he wow. pled guilty or he pled not guilty, right, to the charges. And his case has been delayed nearly five years following disputes wow. between his lawyers and prosecutors. So he won re-election in 2018. Wow. <laughs> and so in October of last year, Paxton was also accused by seven top aides of bribery, abuse of office, and other potentially criminal offenses. <laughs> wow. Wow. So this was easy to find. Like, that was easy to find. Yeah. But it, his information was not. Yeah. And, you know, critics have speculated that Paxton may have been using a lawsuit, right, as an angle for a presidential pardon from Trump. Wow. Well, well that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it, strong move on his part. <laughs> yeah, and and so there was a a spokesperson for Paxton that dismissed that suggestion as absurdly laughable conspiracy yeah. theory, right? Absurd. <laughs> and so pa Paxton, the president and the Republican states backing the lawsuit are asking courts to block the electors from Wisconsin, Georgia, Michigan and Pennsylvania. That would push Biden under the required 270 vote total to win. And so it includes several claims <laughs> that have been rejected by state and federal courts regarding the, the legality of mail-in ballots and alleged voter fraud. And as we know, none of them won. <laughs> and so the issue became is that how can Texas file lawsuits to affect other states. Right. I mean, that's where the issue really comes in. They're basically saying, well, we're Texas, and so we're going to file all these lawsuits because we want to <laughs> control how other states run their elections. Absolutely. And welcome to Texas, man. Welcome yeah. to Texas. And he kind of makes a claim, too, that, you know, with and Texas, you know, and Texas won. Yeah, Texas won. There wasn't any, any, even any dispute on that. So why is he filing all these lawsuits in Texas? And then we won in Texas, <laughs> like Biden actually won. They were saying he won and then we filed them and then we won. That's not the way it was. Texas won. Trump won in Texas. <laughs> and that's, that is not anything that, you know, is surprising to anyone in all honesty. Yeah. I mean. Well, it's like the pillow guy that filed the lawsuit in the state that Trump won. Right. <laughs> He's throwing away money, right? Yeah. Throw it up in the air. You could have took that money to the strip club and wasted it on, you know, a cheap, yeah. a, a, you know, a cheap dancer there. Come on. Come yeah, on. I mean, is he, you know, he was saying that, um, so Trump won, but there was still fraud in that state and they couldn't find any. So then they threw the bill to the pillow dude. <laughs> this is money that the state, I mean, the taxpayers in the state are paying for. Because you don't know if the pillow dude paid the bill. Probably not. Uh, probably not. No. Probably not. I mean, I think that a lot of them have made a career on, 
not paying for a lot of things and letting the taxpayers pay for so much. You know, well, we Trump. pay for vacations, we pay for travel, we pay for hookers, we pay for everything. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah. We pay for it all. And it so, just never seems to amaze me, man. It's just the fact that that people don't feel taken advantage of, you know, that people don't feel the need to research out things or, or find anything out that they're willing to just take the word. Yeah. It reminds me so much of my mother's husband who's passed away now, but he was very hyper-religious. But mm -hmm. one thing he used to tell me all the time when he was studying his Bible and he says, you know, well, it's written in the Bible that the man who just believes the preacher without going back and doing his own research is more of a sinner than the preacher who tells lies because it's up to us to do the research. And that just, to me, that really just goes along with all of this. Why is it that we're so ready to believe whatever rhetoric rolls out of somebody's mouth that says that they're on our side or they represent this side. And that, that is what will never stop just blowing my mind. Mm -hmm. Never yeah. about all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to bring back Eric Trump. We had actually hmm. shown a little glimpse of him last week. Yeah. I think. I think we did. We did. And, <laughs> um, and so I want to show you a, Another video real quick of Eric Trump. Um, he brings an interesting idea and how Trump couldn't have lost and Biden had to lose. I've got a question for you. Is there any person here that actually thinks that Joe Biden won this election? I don't either, guys. I don't either. You know, what? I went all across the country everywhere I go. This guy couldn't fill up a classroom. And look at these crowds here. Look at these crowds here. He hides in his basement. No one buys it, guys. No one buys it. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They can lie. They can cheat. They can steal. My father has started a movement, and this movement will never, ever die. It will never die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he sounds just like his dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The way he talks. You know, and this is an argument, and I think it's funny, this is an argument that makes zero sense, but is actually used a lot. Think about it, right? Yeah. You know, here's, yeah. you know, and, and it's funny to me because you can easily throw this argument out to these people because they've never been to a Biden rally. I guarantee it. <laughs> right. You know? Well. So yeah. you can easily throw it out there. Oh, yeah, no, he only had one person. There was only one person there. <laughs> one guy there. Just one. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's true. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is, is people keep pushing this. And I don't think it's that any of us are, are, are pretending that Biden has done this big, great job at this, that, and the other. I mean, you know, I think we inherit a lot. But when you look at what the running, the competition was, we've got Joe Biden and runny cat shit. These are the two choices that you've got, yeah. Joe Biden or the other guy, which I'll call runny cat shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's choose Joe Biden because at least, at least 
he loves his the sound of his own bullshit a little bit less than runny cat shit i mean that's just where we gotta be man it's not like we had 17 choices up there and we all got to make it yeah no one is is disputing that different things we would have done things different or we wish things had been done different but the fact is is we are inciting a riot right now on the grounds of the white house and there's no denying that no denying that fraud or not there's no fucking denying that and and so as you know with me i always will look and research to see the um size of his rally (laughs) (laughs) and so here is biden this is actually his his kickoff rally so when he first started running and here is biden unable to fill a classroom all right Well, just to start off, I want to say that is one big ass fucking classroom. It's a huge classroom. I've never had a classroom that size. Now I, uh, I haven't either, man. Obviously, Eric nah. Trump has gone to a school where they have some big fucking classrooms. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I don't even know if he went to college. Who knows? You know. Hey, look, he doesn't have a job. If you know, if dad doesn't win the election, I mean, let's just face it. Everybody there's got a motive. <laughs> well, he's got a He's got a job. I mean, you know, he's sure. I mean, his dad is, you know, yeah. I mean, I guarantee they've never had to go down and do an interview to try to get a job anywhere. Oh, believe they've that. They've just been or fucking handed jobs. <laughs> everything, everything. So what is his next job going to be, you know, but it won't be that job. That's for sure. Yeah. But I want to just be fair, and I want to show you real quick. Here's Trump in 2016 when he first ran. Boy, this is a great group. You know, we set this up about 24 hours ago because I hear we're doing great in Michigan. We're going to win Michigan. We're doing great in every poll. I mean, we're doing amazing. We're winning in Ohio. We're winning in Iowa. We're winning in North Carolina. Okay, I have no idea how big his fucking. <laughs> I just I found that video was like when he first started running and stuff, and I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. I don't know how big. I mean, he, you know, who knows? It could have been a fucking football field. I don't know. Hey, but, but when we see the turnout on January the sixth, I mean, we gotta say he had a little more than a classroom. Oh yeah, no, he he had a large group of people but i mean these are people that came from all states i mean these are like i mean you're not you know because like people go do rallies i mean a lot of people you know you're not traveling you know i used to travel with the grateful dead you know during my crazy hippie lsd running days (laughs) (laughs) it was fun man yeah but but i i don't see me ever doing that for a fucking presidential rally (laughs) you know I don't think that I would either. I, I I can probably guarantee there was a few from my state that made the trip. I wouldn't doubt it, but yeah. yeah. Well, I will say um, on the views that I found that on YouTube, 
Biden's mm. views for his video was 20,599 and Trump's That's was 12,444. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> now i gotta also tell you right i did vote in the last election and i never saw a rally <laughs> never <laughs> i know that's crazy you know that people actually don't go to rallies and still vote i um, know but, i know i mean that is a manipulation of something you know that that whole statement completely. you know completely it all is. The entire situation is nothing but one big manipulation. And it's a manipulation for what they consider the little guy to do the big work. It's, it's just like drug dealing, man. It's just like cartels. It's just like every big drug dealing organization. You get the street level punks to do the business, to do the dirty work. That's the same thing here. You know, Eric Trump didn't follow him over there. Donald, old Donnie boy, didn't follow him over there. None of those speakers jumped in the crowd and followed him over for the big insurrection. Yeah. You know, none of them happened. Yeah. They, watched. Yeah, they watched. It's funny. You think of the differences between a Trump rally and a Biden rally. I mean, a Trump rally is like a, it's like a concert, um, you know, a, uh, <laughs> you know, a movie event. I mean, it's not right. a, it's not a, a, a rally because if you go to, <clears throat> if you listen to anything he says, he says the same thing every time, every time, you know, we're winning in this, we're winning in that we won in this, we're doing great in this. Oh, I'm the best oh, person ever. Lie. I know everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, I wouldn't even have to go. I've, I've never seen him live, but I've seen him. Right. I mean, right. I know You're what he says. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all generalized statements. Yeah. There's never any detail involved. And when you push for detail, he gets noticeably frustrated yeah. because he can't give them. Now, <laughs> I will say, thing. if I had the choice to go to a rally, I would go to a, a Trump rally over a Biden rally because well, it's got to be a little way more entertaining. entertaining. Way more. If we're talking about entertainment purposes, Oh, yeah. It's way more entertaining. Absolutely. <laughs> if I, I honestly would have, if I had an opportunity, I, I don't really remember many times he came out to California, you know, California never, uh, he's yeah, never going to win. He's not going to no. win in California. No, um, he's never going to really spend much time out here. <laughs> that's, <laughs> never that's why, win. that's why like we get these massive fires and he's like, I let them fucking burn, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's when he said uh, we need to uh, sweep the forest or some crazy or the ground, rake the ground. That's what he said. <laughs> no, rake the floor. That's what rake the floor. <laughs> we all need to be out there raking the floor. Raking the floor. Especially the gays. Get the gays out there raking the floor. Especially the gays. Let God burn them quickly. <laughs> Let God burn them quickly. I bet you if he'd known that joke, he'd have used it. Oh, yeah. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah. He would have used that joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So Eric Trump, uh, he introduced a Kimberly Guilfoyle. I have no mm. idea if I'm pronouncing her last name right. Who was a top fundraiser for former president donald trump and he was also the girlfriend of his son donald trump jr okay and he 
uh, boasted to a GOP operative that she had raised $3 million for the rally that helped fuel the January 6th walk in the park, uh, just a normal day at the Capitol. That's right. A as we've heard. Rally. <laughs> <laughs> he is the president that humiliated the Democratic machine in 2016 and turned the swamp upside down. And he will continue to fight for that dream. He will continue to save America. We will continue to stand for President Trump. Stand with him and for this country. We will not allow the liberals and the Democrats to steal our dream or steal our elections. Okay, my God, her voice. <laughs> There's like no up or down at all. <laughs> I wrote that out to you. <laughs> it's just ball busted from start to finish. <laughs> Her whole speech was like that. She was there was never like any any no. change of change of tone at all. You know, normally you're talking or you're like, yeah, and then okay. And <laughs> Trump is the one that wins the election. <laughs> it's crazy. You're a man, and you sounded just like her right now. That's scary. Uh, yeah. So no, there was like a series of text messages that were sent on January 4th um, to Katrina Pearson, right? The White House mm. liaison to the event. event. Mm -hmm. And Will Foyle detailed her <laughs> fundraising efforts and supported a push, right, to get the far right speakers on the stage alongside Trump for the rally, which sought to overturn the election of President Joe Biden. <laughs> Run the President Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She probably just scared the money out of people's pockets. Man. Just yeah. scared the money. I don't doubt she raised that much money. She's a ball buster, yeah. I can tell. Well, her attorney, um, you know, denied right that she had anything to do with fundraising or approving speakers oh. and he said he actually said the text from guilfoyle <laughs> did not relate to the save america rally on january 6th and the content oh. of the message itself was inaccurate <laughs> and it was of course taken out of context right of course it always is yeah so, and apparently he didn't respond to any additional questions, you know, asking about the accuracy and context. You know, I'm sure message. not. <laughs> <laughs> Leave this one alone. <laughs> so, and then, you know, the, wow. the text messages show that she expressed a specific concern that she might not be allowed to speak on the stage at the January 6th rally. <laughs> And so that, that Pearson person uh, responded <laughs> that Trump himself, right, set the speaking lineup, of course, and that it was limited to people he selected, uh -huh. including some of his children, of course. Of course. <laughs> also, Amy Kremer, something, whatever, who was a grassroots activist who organized mm -hmm. the event. 
And so Guilfoyle replied that she only wanted to introduce Trump Jr. and had raised so much money for this event. <laughs> and that's what was in some of the texts raise so much money for this event. But of course it didn't, I don't think specifically say January 6th. Yeah, of course. Of so course. It couldn't have been. It couldn't have been January. No, no, that's not taken completely out of context. Yeah. Wouldn't be about that. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many others. It wouldn't be about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it must be a great circus to be one of their attorneys or speech writers or any of those things. Must I, how many nervous breakdowns came out of that campaign? I can only imagine. Yeah. Only imagine. Yeah. That lady, that lady had one of the most annoying voices. <laughs> she stayed on 10, man. There was no fluctuation yeah. on 10. And then we have Giuliani followed by John Eastman. <laughs> <laughs> so John Eastman was a conservative lawyer, right? Working with then President Donald Trump's legal team. And I want to show you this guy real quick. <laughs> And I want you to listen and see if you can make sense of what he is saying or just trying to confuse the audience, right? Mm. I want you to listen to this. All right, John Eastman.
Okay, if you, can you explain to me what the fuck he was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you had the voters in the boxes under the table. And then when you had the numbers and the de- denominators and then the percentage. <laughs> and then when the teens and the dead people and, and then they pulled it from the bottom and the top. And the, good it God. made no sense. Zero sense. I thought Nobody about that. I was literally understood. thinking about it and listening to it. And I'm trying to make sense of what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> You know, I mean, part of this whole thing, I get it. They were like, you know, there was some video that was put out that they captured this fraud, which showed, you know, supposedly the watchers were told to leave. They left. And then these boxes were pulled out from under a table. They were set up on a on on another table. What the fuck was in those boxes? We don't know. I mean, they're using this as proof that there was fraud. I mean, it could have been a fucking, I don't know, could have been a whole box of of shit that was for Biden, (laughs) you know? (laughs) There there is always, you know, whatever you want to see, you'll see in every situation. These folks were just waiting for something, just something. And there you go. They're going to gab on to anything and everything, man. I just think that it's. But you got the denominator and then 90%, right? And, and that's how it comes you get your down. Percentage. And then when you need a vote, it goes up. You put one in. <laughs> that's how you get your percentages. That's, that's how you do it. And we saw them pull this from underneath, underneath what I, I didn't get. Uh, absolutely. And we saw it. We caught it. Yeah. It's it caught. had to be fraud. Caught. Yeah. Because, because there's no way Biden could have won because he couldn't fill a classroom. That's right. That's right. So uh, I don't know what the big deal is. Fraud done. We it had to be it. fraud. Had to be. <laughs> That's how you get your percentages. And yeah, what he said. Mm-hmm. I, would- <laughs> I don't know what he and said, it- but yeah, it's probably what you know, what he said had to be right. It's yeah. right. It's got to be right. Everybody was screaming the whole time. They were just screaming. Yeah. <laughs> they an agreement. Yeah. These, these people have no <laughs> idea what the fuck the dude's talking no. about. None, 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 yeah. none. They want to get down with the get down. Yeah. Like, fuck it. When are we going? Let's yeah. go. Yeah. That's some good stuff, you know? <laughs> telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. It, it, it's, it's choice. It's choice. Choice prime. And they, they were there for a fight. They were ready for a fight. And that's what they went for. This was just the locker room talk before the big game. Yep. So uh, there was outlined in a two-page memo, there was a scheme, right, to try to persuade then-Vice President Mike Pence to subvert Mm. the Constitution and throw out the 2020 election results on January 6th. And the memo was obtained by the Washington Post, Bob Woodward, and Robert Costa. Now, uh, Costa, Costa, whatever. I want to show you this real quick. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Not so great with these names. Me either. I'm from the South. I can butcher a name quick. It's not pretty regular. Okay. Well, we know old Mikey didn't go along with it because they all were screaming. Find Mike Pence. Hang my pants. Yeah. Okay. So, damage. 
I'll read this. It's a little, I don't know if I'll put all this in here, but just for purposes, I'd like to do it because if people just listen to audio, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have no idea what, what we're doing. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Okay, Vice President Pence presiding over the joint session for Senate pro temper Bracely, if Pence rescues himself, <laughs> begins to open and count the ballots starting with Alabama without conceding that the procedure specified by the Electoral Count Act of going through the states alphabetically is required. When he gets to Arizona, he announces that he has multiple slates of electors and so is going to defer decisions on that until finishing the other states. This would be the first break with the procedure set out in the act. At the end, he announces that because of the ongoing disputes in the seven states, there are no electors that can be deemed validly appointed in those states. That means the total number of electors appointed, the language of the 12th Amendment is 454. This reading of the 12th Amendment has also been advanced by Harvard Law Professor Lawrence Tribe. The majority of the electors appointed would therefore be 228. There are at this point 232 votes for Trump, 222 votes for Biden. Pence then gavels President Trump as reelected. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you, just, you just ignore those seven states. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a movie script almost. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Howls, of course, from the Democrats who now claim, contrary to tribe's prior position, that 270 is required. So Penn says, fine, pursuant to the 12th Amendment, no candidate has achieved the necessary majority. That sends the matter to the House, where the votes shall be taken by states, the representation from each state having one vote. Republicans currently control. 26 of the state delegations, the bare majority needed to win that vote. President Trump is reelected there as well. Wow. Wow. A couple different scenarios. <laughs> and then one last piece. Assuming the Electoral Count Act process is followed and upon getting the objections to the Arizona states, uh, the two houses break into their separate chambers. We should not allow the Electoral Count Act constraint on debate to control. That would mean that a prior legislature was determining the rules of the present one, a constitutional no-no, as Tribe <laughs> has forcefully argued. So someone, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, etc., should demand normal rules, which includes the filibuster that creates a stalemate that would give the state <laughs> legislatures more time to weigh in to formally support the alternate uh, slate of electors if they had not already done so. The main thing here is that Pence should do this without asking for permission, either from a vote of the joint session or from the court. Let the other side challenge his actions in court, where Tribe, who in 2001 conceded the president of the Senate, might be in charge of counting the votes, and others who would press a lawsuit would have their past position that these are non just what is that just deciable 
justifiable political questions thrown back to them to get the lawsuit dismissed. The fact is that the Constitution assigns this power to the vice president as the ultimate arbiter. We should take all our actions with that in mind. Mm. So, Mm. (laughs) Pence Pence followed the game and hang Mike Pence. Yep. Hang the Mike Pence, and yep. this is where it comes from. Hang Absolutely, Mike Pence. I mean, he that is about is you know, coup <laughs> as you could get. <laughs> Hang Mike Pence, right? Right. During a peaceful protest, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, yelling. just a walk in the park. That's it. Hang Mike we're Pence. We Hang Mike Pence. Kill uh, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. That's right. Probably That's right. Schumer. Yep, absolutely. Um, all the Democrats. Everyone. Every because the Democrats one. are the ones that are in in sort of in in their way, you know. Well, this is this makes perfect perfect sense now of why we had to rile these people up because if Pence didn't play the game and the game didn't go according to plan, the only last ditch hail mary we could throw was a martial law. Mm-hmm. That's the last Hail Mary we can throw to try to get this thing overturned. Yep. And it came so close. Had those had those leftover congressmen or, or or house members evacuated that building whenever they had sent buses to evacuate them and they had left, we would yeah. have a whole different story right now. Yeah, absolutely. That makes so much more sense than voter fraud it makes entirely too much logical sense whether you are a supporter of trump or or not either way even if you're a supporter how does that not make sense to you how does it not make sense Pence wouldn't play the game but the people will play the game so let's get them riled up and send them over absolutely (laughs) because i don't think this would have happened if pence would have played the game we would not have had a no. an insurrection on January the sixth. The whole thing would have been different. Right. Uh, absolutely. Definitely. All right. Now, now we are going to. We are at the point where we are going to head to the Capitol next week. Oh, yeah. And this is going to lead us into our discussion. And this will probably be for the next two weeks. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I guarantee it. <laughs> but for just purposes of right now, this is going to lead into next week. Take a look at this video. Just doing this. Okay. Wow. 
That's tasteful. Mm. <laughs> wow. That is ridiculous. The next week, <laughs> that's some shit. Wait, that's some shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's so crazy. I mean, I've been. Yeah, it's uh it's insane. It is, man. It's you insane. Know? It's scary too. You know, yeah. it's it's scary. It's scary. The 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 links that people will go to remain so stuck to their closed-mindedness that they will they will fight for things to only be their way and and to think that and and for them to call it the way of god or you know that's what still will never stop just just these are these are all christians remember yeah these are all christians yeah these are these are God-fearing Christian yep. is what they call themselves. Yep. It makes it hard to tell. It makes it very hard to tell true Christians apart from these Christians. And therefore, you just keep your guard up for all of them. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part. Man. It is. That's- I mean, that's the whole... And the rule, I mean, I believe in God and all that kind of stuff, but I don't believe in religion. I don't no. believe in... Uh, that's religion. <laughs> it, that's insanity. You know, it is. That's religion. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't really get it. You know, um, I don't either. We, we we teach of Jesus and love and tolerance and patience and kindness and hang Mike Pence. <laughs> right. And, because what do we exactly? Because what do we teach more of? We teach the you know we tell the love stories, we tell the Christ stories, we tell all that. But more of anything, what we teach is about sin and punishment 
and control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how many of us don't know the Ten Commandments? You know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. we, we know more of the Ten Commandments, what to do, what not to do, how to hate somebody and hate people through the book and excuse it. And, oh, by the way, yeah, Jesus said he's love and, and that stuff, too. And, yeah. you know, but yeah. this is the other stuff that matters. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Because remember, we it's need ridiculous. to take the gays and we need to freaking take them to court. We need to, to have them found right. guilty and we need to hang That's them. Right. Hang them. Hang we them. need to exactly. kill them. Let's kill them. Kill them for not believing as we do. Because yeah. the Bible said so. Oh, that's the gays, remember? The gay people. Yeah. That's right. The All gays. The gays. The gays. <laughs> the, the, the gays. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy. The Trump, the Trump's all about the support of the LGBTQ, you know. Oh yeah, he's winning. the The gays love him. The gays love. Yeah. They love him because what he knew one. Him? He knows one. That's right. Like he knows, he knows a black one. person too. Hey, uh, I, that I don't doubt. He knows a black person. He's got to have these token too. <laughs> I bet you still he don't know a trans person because he ain't gonna go that far and say the trans people love me because then his supporters would go, "What do you mean those freaks?" Yeah. Uh, you're not who we thought you were. Yeah. You're a freak lover. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning into this show. This yeah. has been fun. This is a Always. this is all insanity. Um, <laughs> now, again, I, I want to make a comment too. Like, you know, it's not. I, I'm. A, we don't want to be generalizing either. All like all no. Republicans. All you no, know. No, it's not. That's not. That's no, not really no. what what it is either. But there are these crazy groups. But yes. the sad part is, is these crazy groups make them all look crazy. I mean, that's the whole thing, exactly. you know. Yeah. Is yeah. you know because people generalize, and again, I don't want to generalize, you know, but um, but that's the sad part, you know. And it Antifa is. stuff is is and again I don't even I can't even who is Antifa? Yeah, you know I'm not sure either, and I'm completely <laughs> with you. And thank you for making that announcement because it's true. You know we all we we try in in the name of safety. There is you know a strategy to generalizing, and that's that's the sad part and point that there are there are people that are human beings we bleed the same we you know breathe the same we need the same things the same air and all that but there are people that have to be very very aware of their physical safety at all times because of the very types of people we're talking about um and and it is it's hard for a lot of human beings to tell the good apart from the radicalized Mm-hmm. And and when we talk about terrorism, and I just want to say this last thing, when we talk about terrorism and we talk about people being radicalized, we watched it on January the 6th. We watched the end result mm-hmm. of this terrorist attack that yeah. had been being built. And, 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 you know, people were wonder how American people can be radicalized into Muslim fights. Well, this is the same thing, you know, ask yourself, how did you get radicalized to take yourself who I can almost agree. Most of them probably aren't criminals. They're, they're gun toting, constitution loving, you know, flag flying American. This that is have been they, lied to. That have been lied to yeah. and radicalized. And, again, I, and the only way I can say that is that, you know, again, you've been lied to because they haven't found proof of all this stuff, you know? Right. 
Right. And, and again, right. I mean, as I say all the time, like, you know, I'm, I'm a huge supporter of the constitution. I believe in it. I like our rights. I like the freedom yeah. that we have. And I like, you know, Absolutely. all that kind of stuff, but you know, and, and, you know, again, if Trump won, you know, I'd be down there at Congress fucking shooting bullets. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be there, but, uh, <laughs> but I'd um, be there watching the action, but yeah, but I'd be, I mean, I'd be, you know, uh, you know, I'd be fighting that Trump won. I mean, I'd be at least right. vocalizing it. Sure. Trump won, Absolutely. you know, he needs to be back in. Yeah, I can't stand the fucking guy. I think the, I think right. the guy's dangerous, you know, I do too. that's uh, why I can't really stand him. Cause I think he's dangerous. I yeah. think he's very, very dangerous yeah. to the human psyche of this country, you know? Uh, and, and of course, to trans people, he's absolutely dangerous. To women, he's dangerous. I mean, this is, there's to no minorities, he's dangerous. He's very dangerous. Yeah. There's, there's no way around that. Yeah. You know, I'm, the, I'm the safe one. I'm really the safe one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and remember, I'm not a, you know, a Democrat or Republican. I, I really yeah. just don't have a dog in this fight. I, I'm a human being first and foremost, and I couldn't be me without the freedoms and the constitution that, that we all love in this country. Yeah. And so when do we stop picking a side yeah. and start seeing humanity in the eyes of one another? Yeah. yeah if we can find some crazy shit against Democrats, I, we're all for it. The problem is, yeah. is that anything we find is not quite as entertaining. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is entertaining, you know, yeah, it really it is. Make four weeks of a show, man. This, yeah. this one thing can get, make us four weeks of a show. Yeah. There's no way we can get through it in an hour. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I know. I'm probably going to break this one up. I'm thinking, you know, All right. um, maybe put it in, into two, just cause I think it's long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read, I was at 45 minutes before we started this. Oh gosh. Okay. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. How, we'll see how it goes together. But anyways, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of walk a mile in my shoes. I'm loving right. trying to do this, trying to do it. Yeah. Not, it's hard, you know, it's hard, it's hard, but we're doing it, man. I'm yep. proud of it. Yep. I'm proud of it. Everybody, make sure that you check out Eric's other podcast, High While Clean, right here on YouTube and Spotify and on his website. And um, make sure that you come out on January the 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the live premiere of Recovery Soul Food Podcast Season 4 with Tommy Chong. Yep, that's right. Tommy Chong Talks Recovery. So check that out on the Recovery Soul Food uh, YouTube channel as well. And hit all those cool buttons under there and help us grow. We've had an amazing first year of this podcast. I mean, we've only been doing this for a few months. I'm so grateful for this and everybody's support, you know, and it's just been a great time and it's been an amazing experience. Yes, please share this. Please get the word out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We will see you soon. Thank, thank you again. Walk a mile in my shoes. Have a good rest of the day. Good weekend. Talk to you Holiday guys soon. Season. That's right.